welcome once again to Life Tips, the show where we give you tips on how to live your stupid life. I am Micah, and here with us today is dot dot dot, fill in the blank space here, take it away with your name. I... I'm Owen, and I actually thought you were going to say Trey was next, because he's actually here no with spoilers. us as well. No spoilers. Uh, I'm Owen. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Owen. So it's, hey. Been, it's been a while. Has been a while. Last... It's been a long while. Well, you know, you might be wondering where we've been... Uh, for the past few months, and uh, frankly, we kind of ran out of things to say. You know, we covered 14 different topics, and I just, I feel like there's not there's much. A to... Yeah. So we... there's a lot more than that. Yeah, uh, uh, well, I'm looking at right now on the iTunes and I, um, yeah what 14 different topics our vast yeah. knowledge was all dispensed, dispensed you know i'm i'm looking at uh i have an encyclopedia set in my house and i don't even think that there are 14 volumes so really we've covered above and beyond what is really considered under the scope of things that are you will find in life you know, so, yeah. um, so I felt like we had, you know, said everything we need to say, and we just kind of took a break. Um, but you know, just got to thinking, and there's still, there's still a, a couple things that might have slipped through the cracks, and I just, I don't think I could rest. No way. Line fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, well, we got to do at least, you know, we got to do 15 and 16. You know, I was thinking that maybe there could even be, like, a volume 17. Uh, I don't want people to think we know more than everything. I'm okay with them thinking we know everything, but not more than everything. Not more than everything? I guess that's true. Yeah. Well, we'll see it. We'll play it by ear, and if, if, it, if, if there's something that falls under the category of everything that we have not covered, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll try to fit that in somewhere. But yeah, we definitely don't, good to me. We don't want to overstep our bounds, you know. That's called... We don't want people, we don't want people worshiping us. No, no, no. And I was just going to say, but it, it's, called, it's called hubris. And as we all know, hubris comes before you fall. But what have you been doing uh, during the break? You know, we had some New Year's and stuff. Yeah, we had some New Year's. We're in 2K15. It's 2015, and I just started, you know, right before the New Year. I had just stopped writing 2013 on all the checks and had finally picked up the habit of writing 2014 on all my checks. Oh, boy. This is going to be a rough year for 2015 in my checkbook. I I watched the movie 2012 uh -huh. a while ago before it came out. I was worried about 2012, you know, coming to an end. And I was thinking maybe the man's calendar got it wrong by a year. Then I was thinking maybe they got it wrong by two years. Right. Now I'm just over it. Okay, you're over it. You know, surprisingly, a movie called 2012 that is all about the Earth ending at a very specific date does not hold up very well over time. No, because after the year, people aren't going to watch it. Right. Because exactly. it's all the dates in the past. It's like an, you're just putting a giant expiration date on your movie. Best if used unless, by... Unless you make it like 2017... Or something like a lot later. Yeah, like twenty seventeen. So far away. That's like the future. Yeah. That's I like would, I would have done that, and then people would still be watching it and being like, 
2017. Oh, no, this movie, oh, 2017. Yeah. And even 2018, 2019 for a couple of years. You know, after they think it, they could have got it wrong by a year or something. Right. Like I think was. About, think about the crazy technology we, you know, we don't even know that we'll have in 2017. Probably at least, like, laser guns and uh, uh, real-life moon boots that will take you to the moon. You oh, know? Right. Technology is going to just expand so much. You know, it's already going that, that way. Mm-hmm. We don't even know. You know, it's they had more, they had flying saucers. They had flying saucers in the 1950s, and we still haven't seen them. Mm, 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 mm. Where did the flying saucers go? Who even knows? We'll find out in 2017. Probably, because there'll be other cooler stuff by then. Yeah, like flying saucers. Oh, that was so old. That's so 2014, 2015. I so, had yeah. a great. I had a great New Year's resolution joke that I never, like, I saved it on my phone to tweet at the appropriate time, but I don't think I ever got around to it. Do you think I should use right. it now, or should I save it till next year? You should, ah, uh, that's a tough one, because you wanted to have that punch of the New Year punch. Right. I don't believe Go ahead and tell it. Okay. This is a good one. You better hold on to your, your seat. Strap yourself down. Because yeah, so hold on to hold on to your your feet as well. Hold on to your head too. Make sure it it doesn't explode because this is pretty. Yeah. This is gonna be a laugh riot. I feel like I might have built this up a little. Anyway, uh, here it is. My resolution is to tweet more. Hashtag resolutions. I feel good about breaking. <laughs> pretty sure That's a, contradic- a contradictory joke. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the hashtag would uh, uh, start trending and everybody would be tweeting their resolutions that they feel good about breaking. It was really a conversation starter, an icebreaker to bring together this community that we call the Internet. You know, I was just thinking about Twitter the other day. That's, like, you could use that to, like, get to other people on, on the Internet and, like, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's a good good tool people haven't even thought about. Have you ever yeah. thought about? Yeah, it's 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 not just media, but it's social media, and social yeah, not, refers to yeah. the society of people interacting. And like I used to think it was, like, and that's what it was designed for, just to like have your own profile, your own space, right. and stuff. But like, it's more than that. Everybody it's, thinks it's that. That Twitter is the an electronic version of shouting from the rooftop at people, but no, it's talking to people. It's conversations. Yeah. Oh, don't even get yeah. me started on that, though. That's that's a topic for another day. Maybe episode eighteen. You know, you never know. And also, did you? Yeah, but did you know Twitter? It's a picture of a bird. Right. The symbol, and that's what birds do. They Twitter. Like they tweet. They Twitter. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. And they're called tweets. What? Tweet. Isn't that crazy? That ah, oh, I never. Oh my. I hadn't you even know, thought of that. I was like the other day. The I was, internet, people say the internet doesn't have subtext and subtlety. <laughs> they are I totally wrong. Twitter, my friend. Just look yeah. no further than the logo. Wow, yeah. that is uh, that is great. That's yeah. great stuff. But our topic today is not about Twitter, unfortunately, which means we'll have to cover Twitter at another point in detail. But I do want to bring in our surprise guest because he is relevant to this topic. Uh, uh, Trey, come on out here. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Trey, how you do? I do good. That's good, bro. Bro. Um, so anyway, I, I brought you in here because uh, we just made 
a motion picture recently. Do you remember that? Uh, vaguely. Vaguely? Well, yeah. it was only a couple weeks ago. But uh, the name of this movie has not been released yet. It is showing at a very exclusive film festival in Cincinnati. It is called The Outside World, and it stars Trey Garlo and yours truly. But my point is not to promote the film, though you should go see it next month and being released in theaters worldwide approximately January of 2016, which is the future, and, you know, it'll probably be in 3D by then. But anyway, my point is we are filmmakers, all three of us, right? I think we can safely say that. We've never really talked extent. about it much. Yeah, to some extent. But what does that mean? That's, uh, that's a little... Uh, that, that carries a little bit of uh, baggage with it, that phrasing. Well, I'm just saying that you guys are more the the movie makers as in you guys shoot and edit and... and well, stuff. I mean, we... Okay, let me, let me get a little bit more specific. We're all movie writers. We have our names on various credits of motion pictures. They're pictures that are in motion... And we have written some of them. So I guess you could say we're experts on screenwriting. Correct. And having just finished a film, I am left, and I, I think you are in this transitionary period as well, um, looking for what the next project is going to be. Mm. And so what we want to do, give you, the listener at home, or in the office, or on the road, or I don't know what you're doing while you're listening to this podcast, but we want to give you the opportunity to kind of sit in on what a writing session is like. We're going to do some pitches, and we're going to workshop some stuff, and, and, and try to get get some direction here, and, and figure out what, what the next project will be. So we should just have, like, a, we're just going to have a session right here? Yes. Okay. And I've asked each of you all to come in with some ideas, uh, some pitches uh, for your story ideas that maybe we can, you know, use as a jumping-off point. Oh yeah. So, do y'all have your uh, pitches ready? Maybe we can just start with that. Um. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's do that. Because okay. I definitely prepared this. Right. Right here. Uh, yeah. Did you print out copies for all of us? Uh, I'll uh, I'll write it up for you real quick. Okay. I'll, I'll send it to you uh, later after the show. Uh, after okay. This well, well, Owen just, um, I believe he, you know, playing a little bit of a scenario here. Uh, he just, to show you what not to do, he just made a very grave error, which is, you, in a pitch session, you want to have copies for every single person in the room so that they can read along and not have to listen to you talk. But uh, that, that's good that you were able to show us what not to do. Yeah, and that's actually what I was hoping, uh, and I'm glad that we all learned from that. Yes. Um, but actually, uh, this is going to be harder for me now because... I had to show you what not to do, so I'm right, you not kind of, because of that. You kind of have handicapped yourself in this process. Yeah, but it was for a good cause. Right, right, right. So I'm going to try and struggle through this and, um, you know, talk about my great idea that um, I was unfortunately able to write down. Right, right. That's, that's good, though, that you are already using... Um, those positive adjectives about it. it kind of gets us in the mindset that okay, yeah. this is a great idea, right? Yeah. Because yeah, if you're just, you know, somebody with less confidence might say, "Oh, this is you know just some dumb idea I had." But no, you got to use positive adjectives to bring up positive feelings within your audience. Yeah, it's not a dumb idea, and I don't want people to think it's a dumb idea because I was unprepared. 
But right. um, truthfully, I was prepared in my mind. I just I had to do this not to just to show you what not to do. So I mean, there was reason for it. Anyway, I was thinking. I'm just gonna pitch this to you. Mm -hmm. uh, screenplay yes. about this guy. Who well, can we hold up, pause for a second? Can you explain what the difference between a screenplay and a script is? I mean, I know the difference. Yeah. But just just to let everyone else know. So the yeah the screenplay that mm -hmm. is like what you see. Right. It's like, it's like the like what is on the screen. It's and like it's the play that's happening on the screen yeah. in front of you. You just gotta picture it. This is like where the final product is. The script is merely the text. It's the yes. it's the Hello, my name is Stuff. Yeah. Like that isn't that isn't visionary. It's like the script that's just telling you things, like Right. Yeah. So my screenplay, which it's is like script, I not my yeah. script. Not my script, my screenplay. Right. Right. Which is like a visionary, yeah, it's like mm -hmm. if you can picture this. There's a guy. Oh and, good language there, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an elderly guy Ooh. who has suffered What's that? Oh, I'm just analyzing your every word, and as it unfolds, there's one more twist after that, and you, and 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 you're waiting for what the next word will be. There's a guy, an oh, elderly God. guy. Oh, interesting. Who? And he who who what? Which means, he did, which means he did something in the past. Like who? Uh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out how I can best word this so you can you can latch onto every single word. I'm trying to figure mm -hmm. out how how to say this. An elderly guy who came back. He came back from war. Oh wow, that yeah. is amazing. Because every single word in there is another twist of just the previous from, word asks a question. And then the next From war, word. Vietnam. Wow. Okay. 1973. Mm -hmm. Tired. Depressed. So now you're 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 using the uh, literary device of sentence fragments. Yes. That's unconventional and it breaks the rules, but I like it. But I like it because it like every word means something then. Right. I don't like I don't want to have room in my script or my screenplay for Well, what it is is it's like, you know, think about Picasso. You know, you see his pictures and you're like, that's not what a person looks like. But then you think about it and it's like, you know, this breaks all the rules of, you know, what things actually look like, but it kind of works. So that's what you just I did want, with words. I want, I want to be a Picasso of film. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. and I I try and show that through my screenplay and my my script and right. You know my pit. My you, pitch. Read, you hear the pitch like two or three times, and those first two or three times you're just like this makes no sense at all. Like what are even what is he even saying? But then like the fourth Sense. or fifth time. You're like, oh, I'm starting to come around to it. And then, like, the 15th or 16th time, you're like, okay, all right. That's deep. So, that so we, got, deep. we got the elderly guy who... Yeah, and he, yeah, he's uh, Vietnam, 1973. Uh -huh. uh, uh, well, when I said 1973, that was, like... That was him remembering. That was a year of him remembering. Uh, I was going to say next, uh, 2017, so years later. Flash forward. Yeah, so now this is now this is why he's elderly, because now it's 2017. I was, that's why I was going to say 1973, 2017. Mm -hmm. And that's a good long time from now, so by the time the movie comes out, it won't be dated. 
Correct. Correct. I, I was thinking. Well, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was thinking like post-war depression. So that's right. yeah, that's that's where I was going with this, and just like the struggles he's going through, you know. Right. So he had the yeah. war in 1973. Comes back a couple of years later. It's 2017, and you know you'd think after these few years he'd be all better, but twist, turnout, it's he's not. He's not better. Right. He's worse. He's worse. So, so that's the problem with this guy. What's the story that happens afterwards? It's a lot of him like re reminiscing about the good old days and like. In his mm -hmm. young love, uh, oh. fiance, romance, missing, mm. despair. Oh, missing despair. These are good words. Mm -hmm. So, are these gonna be, are there gonna be lots of flashbacks, or is it just gonna be him sitting and just like looking up, and you just see him? You know, you think that you don't really see what's going on in his mind. You just. He later says, "Well, that's the well, that's the plot twist. I've been thinking about this. It's actually really it's really cool because he like the movie's portrayed where it's him like you know all these flashbacks and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then at the end of the movie, you realize that he's still in war, and those are all future things that he's like hasn't mm -hmm. hasn't thought about yet. So he's in the war thinking about." This is what my life is going to be like, depressing, when I'm old. sad, and I'm going to be looking back at this time and, and be depressed. And then at the end of the movie, he like he has his chance to make his choice. He's going to say, do I want to marry this girl or do I want to live that old depressed life? Because the, the cure for uh, post-traumatic stress is getting married. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you can see that because you can see that when where he's thinking about being old. This is a plot twist, right? You know, you I love I love in movies when they use mental illness as a character flaw and a plot device because it's like, oh my gosh, you see this very visual thing that's you know mental illness and everything, and like this guy really needs to get it fixed. And then through the magic of movies. You know, he he does a complete 180, and and through just a few simple things, he completely cures his his mental illness. And I just love to see that in movies. Yeah, yeah. and also you can yeah, that's a good point. But you can see that like, if you get married, that is a cure because he's not going to be right. like that. Right. So that's that's the real that's the real point behind the movie. Marriage. You want to get married. You want to marry your love because you don't want to end up like a all depressed loony. Right. Right. You just need to find the right girl that'll solve all your problems. And that'll that'll be great. Right. Yes, I like that. It's a redemption story. Um you might want to think about uh you know it's twenty seventeen, it's the future. You know, maybe you could do a Terminator tie in or something, you know? Like at least maybe have like a little bit of an Easter egg like Oh, this this Skynet company is rolling out this new product. I hope nothing goes wrong with it. You know, or like a cameo. Like yeah, like a Christian Bale, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger cameo would be great. Yeah, um, that's that just would add a lot of that would add a lot of like uh, like time placement. You know, like you can like right. It really sets the sets the stage for when this takes place. Right, you know, you could, even if you did that, you wouldn't even have to put a title card, like, 20... Like, you wouldn't have to be holding the audience's hand. You'd just be showing, like, people would be like, oh, they're talking about Skynet, okay. Um, that must be, uh, like, 2017, right? Right. Yeah, so that would be that would be amazing, I think. Good point, um, good point. So we got it, that's a good starting point. Um, but let, first, let's, uh, here's here Trey's pitch. Trey. Okay, you guys ready? Oh, we are so ready. I am very ready. Uh, where's my pitch papers? You see this pan out of this... What? My my pitch papers? Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Um, one moment. Okay. 
You get them? Here. Yeah. Take a look at these. Yeah, I got these the, babies. I, I got the these email. Are, these are done in crayon. Why, why the is the title... Why Why did you title this piece The Death of the Big... The Death of the Flower? Why, hard, what is it's that? It's hard to read, isn't it? It's very poorly written. What the Death it? of the Common Mind. Oh. Flower and Common Mind are awfully uh, similar looking when you write them. And, uh, like, what did you have, like, three crayons in your hand and you... You, you like used that them all at once. Is that how you did that? Is that that technique? Yellow is my favorite color. I was actually kidding, Trey. I totally just made up that title. I actually did that because I wanted to like totally throw off your idea and make you have to talk about something that you weren't prepared for. No, so, no, that's that's the title. It's called the Death of the Common Mind. So, that was a good good thing, Owen. It's because that's what when you're pitching ideas to studio execs. They constantly are trying to misread your title, and you got to stick to your guns. Yeah. They're they just like trying to throw those curveballs. And the reason they do that is because they want to be like, oh, I came up with the idea. This was my right. pitch. They want to get that They want to get that almighty writing credit. They want to steal your credit and take your money. So Anyway. Way to stick with your guns, Trey. So, Trey, are you in a uh, snowstorm right now or something? We're just hearing a lot of wind in the microphone. No. Okay. All right, okay. well, let's hear your pitch. Okay. Okay. Right. Pitch it. Pitch it good. Of across, say, a park or a field. Wait, or can just you start like over? A... Start over. Yes. Why? Hey, Trey, I'm I just want to give you some advice. If, if you're ever trying to pitch a movie, like, for real, and the director or whoever says, start over, you start over. Not my tempo. Okay. okay, well, anyway, starting over. You see this panning shot across a field or a park or something. See this group of birds are just doing All bird right. things. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're breaking up. Yeah, Trey, I didn't hear a response there. I think you're cutting out. Um, I have an idea, though. Maybe you could go with like something like where, like a, like a panning shot. Okay, here is the pitch. We start off with a panning shot across a field, or like a park, or like a an open space where people might be in it. In it. So, is it a field, a park, or an open space? You want to. Can you get more specific, or preferably it would be a park, but sometimes we have to make do with the locations. You're thinking like a true independent filmmaker there. Okay, and anyway, yeah. we we pan out out, and then um, we see this group of birds, and it kind of focuses in on them, and they're doing bird things, like um, you know they're on the ground and they're all pecking at the ground. Um, like somebody's just throwing bird seed for them to eat. Um, what kind of birds are they? Blackbirds. So, uh, are there any other kind of bird things that they're doing? Just what? pecking at the ground, getting food. Pecking is the is the uh, primary bird activity. Yes. Okay. Okay, and then um, it focuses in and kind of zooms in on them, and then all of a sudden, you you. They start flying away because the kids ran through them, but you don't. Okay, so so it, it pans in across. The camera to them, follows the birds up to the and sky. Zooms right into them. Yes. So I, you know, one of the number one rules I just want to point this out. One of the number one rules about movies is avoid animals and children. And here in this single shot, you have both. Do you think maybe we could either CGI the birds? Love birds or, or what? Sorry, what? Who said this is CGI? I'm just saying to try to reduce the no animals or children rule. Um, do you think we could either CGI the birds, or do you think that maybe we could hire a little person instead of a child? We are going to sp we are going to spend extra money and get a real child and real birds that All are right. both trained. Way to so, uh, so much for not thinking like an indie. That's a, way, that's a way I roll. Okay, yeah. you're switching it up. See, that at first I and was anyway, like... Oh, the camera falls the bird. 
at first I was thinking you're like, oh, this Andy, like, oh, he doesn't have much faith in himself. He doesn't, he doesn't have money. Yeah. Like, yeah. Location. Like, it might be a park. It might also be someone's bathroom. I don't know. Just yeah, I open like your confidence here. You really, you really stepped up your game with, uh, right. you know, the the trained birds uh, and the little children. That's good. Um, I want to see where this is going. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm the waiting. next part, it follows the bird. The, that bird's going to have to be CGI because we we can't need to because it's going to be following behind them and flying through over? the sky. What? Can you start that sentence over? <laughs> Say that again. Can you start that sentence over? You cut you, out. You cut out. And well, next... Um, the next part, the CGI is it will be included because um, we can't attach a camera to the bird to follow. This is terrible. So you this is not working out. How is this terrible? You're cutting in and out. No. You're cutting in and no, out. You no, you are. <laughs> you are. Me and Micah can hear each other. You need to get your issue fixed. Don't complain to me. Complain to my uh, modem. Um, We'll my get your mouth on the line, and I'll, and I'll complain to it. Uh, it doesn't have ears. All right, just try that. Just try from that sentence again, from that statement. Okay. And anyway, the next part, the bird will have to be CGI. Okay. Okay, and so because the way I would want to shoot that, I can't get a camera behind an actual bird. Well, you could try GoPro. Have you tried GoPro? Just GoPro everything. Stick it on a stick. That is the most amateur idea I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay, um, fine. Stick the GoPro on a Steadicam. No, Wrong. this is what you should do. You should get you should get uh, two birds and tie them together with a piece of string and have the yeah. second bird always fly together. You want to tie the GoPro to the uh, the bird behind the lead bird's head. Mm -hmm. That way you follow it. Yes. Okay, we'll work this out in in production. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, shiny like something gleam on the ground, and the bird sees it too, and you notice that the, the bird sees it. Shiny on the ground. There's something shiny Duck on bombs the ground. It, picks it up. It's a it's a cellular device. Okay. And the bird dive bombs it, so picks it up, and keeps on flying, and and it flies and flies, and then all of a sudden you're behind it. Boom! It hit the window. <laughs> Dude, that window was like but guess that what? window was like so delayed in coming and then all of a sudden that window was right there. Supposed to scare scare the the, the peeps, the people watching it. But <laughs> This is so bad, Micah. Um, <laughs> what my idea or I would like to personally thank Google <laughs> Hangouts. For making this podcast possible. Um, this is a terrible session. I would also like to kick Google is it Hangout. Because it keeps on cutting in and out. In the proverbial groinal region right now. So you have them to thank as well. Also, what's your internet provider? Is it a. Uh, uh, what is that in West Virginia? I think he's gone. I'm not gone. I'm here. <laughs> he says it like like two or three minutes later. <laughs> You're okay. an idiot. Here's here's a uh, a quick um, life tip for you, for you all listeners out there. Uh, if you're gonna do a pitch session, get better internet. <laughs> I agree. Micah, you spoiled the illusion. They're thinking we're all in a room together. Oh, no, I mean, we are in the same room, but we're just all, like, we have our backs to each other. Why would we do and that? And on the internet. 
That's how we do. That's how we roll. We want people to also. We all need our own microphones. We want. We want people to think: Are they together or are they not? We want people to be guessing. So, what I gleaned from that uh, pitch was that there's a bird that sees a camera or cell phone on the ground and then runs into a windshield of a car. So what are you? What I, I get from that is, can cell I say phones the main are dangerous. Tap and drive. Can I just say the main plot? I don't know if you can yeah. because I feel like we're gonna hear like three seconds of it. I'll try anyway. Okay. The I cell like phone, your I like your attitude. The cell phone hits a kid on the head and it ends up sending him on an adventure. What kind of adventure comes from getting hit in the head with a cell phone? He gets a call, and there, and, and then there's no answer. There's a giant pause, and then all of a sudden, somebody on the other line says, run. He runs outside his house, and his house explodes, and he doesn't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, he gets a text message. He says, what? And then he runs east, and I don't know. It's a, it's a crazy, <laughs> you crazy you thing. Nobody knows message. what's going on, not even the protagonist. What did the text message say? That's what I need to know. There was no text message. Somebody called. Who called? It's a mystery. <laughs> I, Why I did he get trained. You really, uh, you really have me pulled in, and it probably is in no small part to these terrible technical problems that we are having at this moment. <laughs> I think it sounds like a good about, pitch. About technical problems. People only care about this amazing idea I have in my head. Well, here's here's what I would encourage you to do. Draw it in like a poster format, and uh, we can put it up on the on the internet. Okay. What's the name of this movie? The The Death of the Common Mind. The Death. I'm writing this down, by the way. Of the Common Mind. Okay, when what's your what's the title of your movie? Owen, oh, I got to say the title is probably 98% of what gets butts and seats. Um no, mine was uh Life of Pi. Life of Pi. Like P I E yeah. or okay. No, it's actually Pi spelled backwards I P. Um but people yeah. will pronounce it Pi. No, it's Life of Pi. But it's it's written IP. Are there gonna be like arrows or something that like will show yeah. their Yeah. There's okay. gonna be like uh like kinda like the uh forever symbol, whatever that is, you know, with the, the two mm -hmm. arrows going around. Right. And that's really the plot twist. Right. Yes, that makes sense. Is the name of the character Pi or something like that? No, I just I just think that would make a good uh, good title for a movie. Yeah, I I mean, I think sometimes so, people put much too much time into it. Yeah, and it's definitely one of those titles where it's like Life of Ip. What's that all about? And somebody says it's pronounced Pi, and they're like, Oh, that's interesting. I'm gonna go see that. Yeah. Okay, so we got the Life of Pi. Uh, death of the Common Mind, and are you ready for my pitch for a movie? Yes. Uh, yeah, let's go for it. Let's, let's see okay. what you got. I want you to close your eyes. Closed. And if this you're is listening... This like every pitch. This is how every pitch starts. Especially if you're driving while listening to this. Close your eyes and imagine this scenario. Fade in. We see what? Oh, sorry. Okay, you opened your eyes. The illusion is broken. Anyway, you said fade, fade in. I was fading my eyes in. No, no, no. Fade in your mind. Just imagine what I'm saying. Fade in. Okay. You see rolling hills. It's green. The sky is blue. It looks not that much unlike. The default Windows XP background. There's a bird off in the distance. 
Then cut to Mount Everest. Contrasting with all those greens and niceness is the cold, cold winter, and the then the they uh, the spiky little mountains, or I guess they're big mountains, spiky big mountains, and rocks, and and off in the distance there's a guy with a big old beard and a bright orange winter coat. And cut two. We're in a cave, and it's dark. And you see the stalactites and there's bats flying around. Okay, all right, we got the animals, we got the CGI bird. Yes. No, this, is, the, this is just the opening, okay? This is like a prologue. Location shot, okay. All right. And we're just drawing, we're drawing the viewer in into this, into this world. Okay? You're drawing me in. Yes. Cut two. A bedroom. It is semi-messy. In this bedroom, there's a guy sitting on a stool. He has a canvas on an easel. And he looks directly at the camera. And he says, hello, and welcome to my YouTube show that is on YouTube learn how to paint and I'm going to teach you how to paint and he starts with this monologue that I wrote down um, and you should have in your uh, documents um, but don't worry along your eyes are still supposed to be closed hey guys Kurt here you know I've been painting a lot lately acrylics mainly I've done a uh, I've come across a new technique called sad trees. Why? Because Bob Ross is a turd, a real turd sandwich. And that's all I have so far. Way to stick it to the man. I know. Early, uh, uh, by taking on this character's perspective, we really understand why Bob Ross is such a turd. And um, sometimes he goes outside and he lets birds poop in his hair. Well, I just want to say that I think a lot of people will go see this movie because of the controversy it will create. I know. There's a lot of Bob Ross heads out there that uh, are really um, going to... Gonna come out in droves and protest it. And if there's one thing that makes people want to go see movies, it's the fact that there's a very powerful but mostly just annoying group of people that don't like movie. So, I E E G and other words, A K A, the interview and Korea, North so, Korea. So, um, these like these opening shots, the Everest. The windows background are they all paintings that Kurt has painted? Uh-uh. Well, they're um they're real locations, um, but you do see in the background that he has painted these as well. So it might be that um that he's actually been to these places, or these are places that are real. In his mind, it's kind of a it's kind of a double meaning. Okay, so we're just left unsure. Okay. And the name of this movie, um, coincidentally, is "The Life of the Common Mind," which I think that c it could serve as a prequel tray to your movie. How so? Well, this is called "The Life of the Common Mind," and your movie is called "The Death of the Common Mind." This you know, might be it just might be a common misconception. Oh, like um, Star Wars three and Star Wars four were made at different times. Same right. thing. Exactly. Yeah. No, because arts won't be connected at all. Well, it's like I thought that Cloud Atlas and um, uh, uh, Jupiter Ascending were in a series, but they actually don't have anything to do with each other. But I think they ca really cashed in on the Jupiter Ascending really cashed in on the on the Cloud Atlas bands, which um, 
just by making the title so like kind of similar sounding. So I, I mean, didn't I didn't see that maybe. Which one? Either of them? Either. <laughs> well, I mean, I just, you know, you get very few opportunities in life to see Channing Tatum with um, elf ears. So I mean, I just think that maybe you should take every opportunity you can for such a once-in-a-lifetime kind of experience. Maybe I will. Hmm. Maybe that's what everybody will think about all our movies. That you, well, that is one thing that I forgot to mention at the beginning, is that the common theme through all these movies is that they feature Channing Tatum with elf ears. Um, that was kind of like the studio came to us and said, we want you to write a movie about this. Um, and so we have that in there, but we probably should have watched Jupiter Ascending, though, just to get more inspiration. Now that I think about it. But I feel like we've workshopped these scripts to death. You know, I think they're ready to go into full production, which kind of leads us to the end of this whole screenwriting venture. And I think that you've learned everything you really need to learn about screenwriting. So what I'd like to do now is uh, answer some letters. So did y'all get letters? Yeah. We should have a big backlog of them because it's been so long. I don't know which one to pick. Um, how about that one at the top? It's in the manila envelope. I think there might be gifts in there. How about you read that one? All right. If you say so, but I get to keep what's in there. Is, is it a deal? Yeah, that's fair. All right. Trey, is that okay with you? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. I'm opening this up, and, oh, something will be money, but it's just uh, a pack of uh, balloons, a hundred pack. I love balloons. Um, do you want this? It's the, I, it's the, I would love them. It's the uh, it's the wa water balloon, like the kind that, that looks like grenades. You know what I mean? Oh, those are even better. Yeah. You Throw them over your shoulder, and I'll catch them. Okay, here you go. Ah! Oh, thanks. They're not filled up. Uh, but I, I didn't know if I was going to catch them or not. <laughs> I see. Right. Okay, anyway, there, there is a letter in here. And it oh. said... Sorry, it wasn't just a pack of water balloons in this envelope. It was People actually, send those crazy stuff. Oh, that's true. Um, but anyway, there's a letter in here. And and one says, time that kid sent us a baby elephant in a cardboard box. No letter, no strings attached. That was very... Because it's like, what do you do with the baby elephant? You feed it, and you take care of it, and watch it grow. But whose is well, it? at one point, you got to deal with the elephant in the room, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. We will love I mean, him. I a literal as, elephant. We may not be his actual parents, but hey, we will love Trey, him. Hey, stop. Trey, okay. i got to read my... Let's, i got to read this letter. Let's let the man speak. Okay. Let this him says, have a chance to say something. Thank you. Okay, this you just, letter... You interrupt all the time, and it just gets on my nerves. Owen? Yeah? If you don't let me read this letter, I'm going to throw you off a cliff to the piranhas that are at the bottom of the cliff. And this cliff is just down the road, and I know where it is. All right? I, I'm sorry, Micah. I'm just a little peeved right now because I was trying to talk and you wouldn't let me. Okay. Let's read. I should have let you. I should have let you. Water under the bridge. Just water under the bridge. Anyway. Under the Golden water. Gate Bridge. This letter says, Dear Life Tippies. Huh. Kind of weird. Anyway, dear life tippies, how are you? Well, I'm a little peeved right now, to be honest. So, how are you? I'm over here in the wonderful world of Florida, where it's always very hot. I am the lead member of the Water Balloon Society, 
and I have sent in this envelope some of our favorite water balloons. So, I hope that you can use this when it gets hot because that's what we do at Water Balloon Society as we always throw water balloons at each other. Sincerely, Captain America, Water Balloon Society. P.S. I will throw a water balloon at you someday. The end. This is a good letter. For once I got a letter and it wasn't like threatening me or anyone Thanks I know. Thanks for water balloons. He didn't have any questions for us. He said, how are you? Oh, that's true. Besides, if you're Captain America, like what kind of questions? I'm doing like, great. Yeah. Because I got these water balloons. I think the main thing was not really questions, but just to give us some dollar store water balloons. By the way, here's a question I'd like to ask Captain America of the Water Balloon Society in Florida. Is um are there like are there like premium water balloons? You know what I mean? Are there extra nice water They're balloons? balloons. So, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Well we'll have to talk about this sometime, maybe not on the podcast. I'm shaped like baby elephants and I gave it to baby elephant. <laughs> Did you throw it at the baby elephant? No. Okay. All right. He had fun. Do y'all have letters? Uh, I've got a post-it note. Oh. Where'd you get that? My pocket. Did you send it to yourself, or did someone stick the post-it note in your pocket? You want to know what it says? Huh? Yes, I do. You want to know what it says? Yes. Three, four. Three, four? Yes. What what does that mean? I feel like he's Three. learning to count he's learning to count from one to four, but he, he missed the first two. <laughs> he came in late to oh, count. They have a password to get on the life tap site. Three, four? No, password I think he's just saying that that's a password to get into our life tips account. Oh, well. Yeah. Owen, do you have a letter? I do. What's let me just say? let me just let me just open it real quick. It says Oh, wait, there's something else in here. Nice. Two gifts in a row. There's a pack of water balloons in here. What? <laughs> That's crazy. What the heck? Captain America. Captain it, America. Oh shoot! You know what I did? What? I picked up one of our letters from the discard pile. We must have read this letter at some point, and then. Well, you should probably read it just in case. Um. Yeah. It says. It says he's from Florida. The weather's hot. Can you read it uh, verbatim? I know, I just can't. I, we don't have time. I think, I uh, I think, we, I think we can make time for this. I just, I'd like to, I'd like to hear it just to make sure. No, he's saying, no, I, we don't have time to read the full letter. I mean, God. like, if, if, if we, we need to stop cut interrupting out, me, come in afterwards and cut we it. We wouldn't have time if you didn't interrupt me. Just read it. I think we have time. Yeah. Stop stalling. All right. It says, Dear Life Tippies. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I am from Florida. Okay. Yeah. I, think I don't think we've read this letter before. I think it's different. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds slightly different. It says, I'm from Florida. My name is Captain America. I own water balloons. Are you reading this word for word, or are you trying to skim through it? I'm reading it word for word. Okay, you're saying it in a way that makes me sound like you're skimming through it. Okay, let me read it again. Okay. Real life tippies. I am from Florida. That's a good reading voice. Is that, is that good? 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can't read this and what? Freaking Alan, you, you, you don't keep, have to. You keep critiquing I you could me. Read. Stop critiquing me with every single sentence. This is. So let me read the letter. Just being who I am. I read it, I read it. Okay. Dear life tippies, mm -hmm. I'm from Florida. Mm. I own water balloons. I'm in charge of a giant water balloon factory, and I have sent you some of my water balloons in this bag, which is inside the envelope, which is orange. I love how he precedes, um, uh, I have a water balloon factory with, I own water balloons, which is probably one of the lesser impressive statements he could have said to start off with. Just stop interrupting me. Trey, heck, Trey. Then it says. Water then it says. Then it's. Then it says. I hope you enjoy the water balloons. Uh huh. Yours sincerely, Captain America. That's very strange that Captain America would send two different letters, and one claiming that he's in charge of the water balloon society, another claiming that. And it's strange that I picked up this letter from the discard pile. Mm -hmm. And it's strange that you read it differently the first time because I read it correctly the second time, and I think you're trying to pull a switcheroo on so me. He did, so he didn't ask us how we were? No, he didn't. So, Look, I don't like these accusations. Uh, I don't know what you think that I would stand to gain. From I don't know. I don't know, Micah. I don't know why you're taking letters oh, wait, wait, out wait, of the wait, regular wait. pile and reading them and making up what you want. The life tippers want to hear what. Owen, turn that piece of paper around and see what's on the other side. It's blank. Oh, I thought for sure it would be like he wrote two different versions of the same letter, but. Oh you have been taking letters and you have been reading them incorrectly. You've been trying to make us sound better on the on these podcasts and like Look, people like us more. I'm sorry that I tried to give us some good PR and I'm sorry that in reality 90% of the letters are just pictures of middle fingers and a, a lot more F words uh, and 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 telling us to go jump off cliffs, then I would Don't like to... Don't say that, that, Micah. Don't, Don't say that. I'm just sorry to, to... to I've been shielding you all from all the... all, all the... the vicious, vicious... That's uh, not true. That's not true. I'm going to go back to some kidding. Over Here, look at this letter. We opened this letter four weeks ago. Okay, that was the one that I read. Dear Life Tippers, I hate all of you. Beep. I, I, I'm sorry you had to find out this way. Micah, I can't believe this. Look, you got to realize that haters going to hate, 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 hate. Yeah, you, know, you just gotta shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. You know, why pay attention to all these haters when you could be moving to the sick beat? You know? Beat. Where's the. I don't know what. What was that, Trey? I don't Where's know the beat? Yourself. I don't hear a beat. Where's the beat? Well, we'll that we'll add that in post. Okay, good. Yeah, I think we'll, that we need to take this time. This is sort of an Empire Strikes Back kind of ending, um, but we need to take this time and maybe we'll get back to uh, Return of the Jedi next step episode. But uh, so this has been a totally different episode. Yeah.
Um, but you know, y'all haters, keep ha keep on hating, and all your leg tippers, keep on living your stupid, dumb life, young, old life. Bye. Okay, bye.